Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers Episode 326, Suburbicon. Ooh. I mean, sometimes you swing for the fences and uh, other times you get Suburbicon. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was going to say, no, did, is... was anyone swinging for the fences in this movie? No. I don't think No. I... Uh. Well, I think they were trying to swing for the fences. Mm, okay. I didn't hate it. There were some parts that I really enjoyed. Yeah, I enjoyed the concept. I think it's a good concept. Uh, the pro- I think it's three fourths of a good concept. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think the execution was terrible. I think when it. you have a movie like Get Out, that yeah. is basically telling the same story. Well, I wouldn't uh, go that far, but it's using some of the same themes. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah, well, and, when, and does it a million times better. Well, yeah. when you have a movie like Get Out that is about these themes you're telling, as opposed to a movie that tries to tell a story that has nothing to do with the story you're telling yeah that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's the problem that's and, the problem and, the, the, and but well let's but we'll get into get around that. the go around the table and introduce ourselves this is dan this is joe this is kevin and this is tom just dan real. that coffee smells amazing yeah. you need to take a pause so you make some more no i'm good okay uh so uh where was i at shameless plugs uh don't forget we're available on itunes you can go there rate review subscribe all that fancy pants stuff so uh so suburbicon i uh you know i i liked three-fourths of this movie yeah I and, did too. and and when the movie really kind of drilled down on what it was i was in it's it's a rare movie where i got more i liked it more the better the deeper we got into yes. the film like i oh, like it got it, better this reminded me of fargo like the far oh, they're, they're very clearly far, trying to be far which absolutely. is fine like but i mean the coen brothers can do that because yeah. it's their movie right there was there was well, Fargo and there was well this is their movie it's Clooney's movie it's Clooney's movie but, like, but they wrote it they wrote it, right? they wrote it. So in, right, right, right. in 1986 so they could, right it's a, it's an old script oh, too. okay okay it was right after this is the script after Blood Simple so there's I I think there's some Hitchcock here which is also really good and there's Fargo and like that combination I was like yeah I'm in it you and know then, I like I like to refer to this movie in two parts uh, I like to refer to it as before Oscar Isaac and after Oscar Isaac yeah. He, that's where the stride is when he shows up. Yeah, when he shows up, that movie's off to the races. It is singing and, different, and and it kind of leaves its black story behind. Yeah. And what and, a, and and the movie's better when it does it because it's it, not about because that. Because it's you, not if, about if the you, black if story. If you take that whole thing out, yeah, this is this a much is pro- better movie. A much better. And movie. The problem is because is because you have this 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 black story that's running parallel. Right. Yeah. Right. Like you. you you think it's going to tell you one story, and yep. then it doesn't. Right, and then unlike, I mean, and there are movies that have subplots that don't go anywhere. But when the subplot is about that, 
and for the first fifteen minutes of the that's movie, the, I mean, they, they hammer down on that. And, and so when that's your when that becomes your sub your forgotten subplot, like that's offensive. It is, it is. offensive, and and so it's like you know, luckily I have the advantage of white privilege, so I can just get past that and wa- enjoy the thriller. Sure, but but in all seriousness, like that's the problem with and, this movie is that it forgets the black story. Is this Clooney trying to shoehorn in a political statement? So that's for a now? thing. I think they had two scripts. Yep. They, I think they shoehorned two scripts together. Well, yeah, it's and, two movies, and 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 he didn't know how to have the connective <laughs> tissue because those those two stories almost never interact. No. But no. The people that haven't seen the movie and aren't going to see, we should probably start at the beginning. Yes. So we get this. I I love like the retro nineteen uh, fifties ad for Suburbicon where it's just but that's this is also the problem I have I'm just stopping you because I love that too and that's not what movie we're in like the tongue-in-cheek welcome to Suburbicon where we're lovely this family's from Texas hi but they never do that again right it's not tongue-in-cheek fun like that again in the movie I think so one of the things that I love about the Coen brothers early stuff is it has that dark comedy um you know they've got a lot of humor, but it's like, you know, like in Fargo when like the guys in the wood chipper, yeah, wood chipper and she's just and like just trying not to barf, you know, like in the puke. And, yeah, yeah, like this I, is Clooney's attempt to make Fargo. He really, really wants this to be a Coen Brothers movie. By but Clooney. it is a Coen, Brothers and it could have been if he hadn't shoehorned in the, the yeah, black stuff. Right, I, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't tell that story. Right, I'm saying. He doesn't tell that story well, but that's that. And I thought the other story was yeah. told well. I I don't think that fits. Like it's right. it's like trying to force puzzle pieces together, and what the story that the the main story they're trying to tell has absolutely nothing to do with this black. So okay. they don't even interact. They don't. Like well, the, the, f- the, the the families interact through the two kids. Who I gotta right, tell you, I love that kid. But for the plot, barely. Of the, yeah, barely. There's, there's barely, two scenes. Yeah. So for the first fifteen minutes, this it's, is the story we're told. Right. It's so we are. You've got 1959 suburbia here. But they don't tell you where it is. Like they're. It's like this right. perfect community that everybody has kind of flocked to. It's a cookie cutter type of. It's Levittown. Yeah, it's, it's Levittown. It's you know, What's it's that? the big Levittown was the first. Suburb, oh, okay, like kind all, of pre-planned okay. suburb, I got and all white people, and, and it was yeah, and then white flight basically. Well, I mean that was pretty much all suburbs. It was, yeah. I mean, they were redlined. That's what redlining is, and they wouldn't let. Like my first question was, how did a black family get into this neighborhood? That's a good question. Like in 1959, yeah, like that. I was just like, I have questions as to how this even occurred. Well, that's true. They're so upset about it. It's like, where, how to get to that point right. where these people are angry about? Yeah, this. like I can't imagine a neighborhood like this ever. So I mean, real estate agents wouldn't have even shown nope. a black family this house. In I was thinking maybe it was like you had to pay like a fee to get into the neighborhood, and the family came probably, up with the fee. You I know don't what I mean? Think they, they had homeowners associations yet back then. Well, I'm just, I'm, a, I mean, yeah. in this little town, yeah. maybe I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, so they kind of tell you that, that everybody moves here. It's perfect. Um, we open with really bright. It reminded me a lot of Ple- like when Pleasantville yeah. opens up to the color. Yeah, uh, it reminded me of that, like super saturated, same, super bright same time period. I mean, it is like the Pleasantville yeah. look. It's, yes. Yeah. So the mailman's kind of walking down and he's saying hi to everybody. And then uh, there's a new family, the Myers. Is that what they? Yeah, I think the Myers family is moving in. And so he's delivering like, you know, the mail and this an African-American woman comes to the door. And he was like, oh, hi, like, here's the your bills and your your good housekeeping or whatever. And she's like. He goes, is Mrs. Myers? Yeah, he's like, like, for the lady of the house. And she's like, yeah, that's me. And, like, the music stops. And the mailman's just like, 
Oh, 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 uh, okie dokie. And like hands her the stuff and like doesn't, doesn't even, he walks away with the oh, mail. Oh, that's right. He's, but he doesn't turn around <laughs> either, yeah, right? Yeah. So he doesn't turn his back to her. Like he's walking backwards facing her. And she was like, hey, is that my mail? <laughs> he was just like, oh, yeah. And, and I thought she was really good. She was always like maintained like the actress. We don't see a ton of her, but when we do, mm-hmm. I feel like she, you know, takes all this abuse with a smile. She's always happy she's always we, well, you know, they, she just takes the all this craziness really well they kind of talk we there's a scene between matt damon's son and the son of this black family and the kids just kind of like my dad always said don't don't give them nothing like don't show yeah. them nothing so she's in the same boat where she's just like thank you and says you know can i say matt damon's son in this movie he's, is the I love, best part of this he's movie. great i love that, that. Child that actor kid, is incredible. he was awesome he the, looks really familiar but like it could have yeah. been you know, any, I don't know. But that emotion he shows, I mean, his delivery, his emotion between the adults. And this is one of those stories where, like, the kids are more reasonable than the adults, right? You have the, 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 kid the is kids your, aren't, yeah. yeah, they're, you know, they're not racist. Like, the, the white kid and the black kid, they're not seeing things like that. Right. You know, they just have all this craziness of the parents. And I just, the way that they, they wrote that kid's character yeah. and, and his portrayal. Just, he was I great. Yeah, it. he was really good. And he doesn't talk much. Like, it's all done through facial expressions. Yeah. Like, he has lines, obviously, but most of it's through... Uh, yep. He's reacting. Because it's the right. 50s. Children should be seen and not heard. So it would stand yes. to reason he wouldn't talk much. Right, right. So his name, the actor, is Noah Jupe that plays Nikki, the son of Matt Damon's character. He has been in uh, The Night Manager. That's an HBO with Tom Hiddleston, right? Show? Uh, no, AMC. Oh, is it AMC? Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he's in a movie called Wonder and a movie called The Titans. So some smaller things. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, so now then we're introduced to the this kid, Nikki, and his mom and his sister. Uh, his mom's sister, his aunt, who are right. both both char- both characters are played by Julianne Moore. Two movies in a row. I know. <laughs> with twin <laughs> sisters where one gets killed. Yes. Murdered. Yes. I just thought, what are the chances <laughs> with the same actor playing both of them? I right, mean, it's, right. Uh, that's a very specific thing to happen. It was a very, like, as soon as you see them on screen, like, I felt like he was calling them both mom. Like, I was, so yeah. initially I thought, oh, they're, it's a gay couple. Like, they're they're, they're lesbians. I don't know why they look, they look alike. Identical. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but well, they say, Kevin, if you're with somebody long enough, you guys start to look alike. I don't is that know. right? No, I have no idea. <laughs> Dan knows. Full of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> Dan's like, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't not put even, that on me. Not even close. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so it's, she, it's also another movie where Julianne Moore plays a a woman who was like nice and super sweet friendly, on yeah. the outside. What was the other one? But is, is Kingsman. Kingsman. Oh, and, sure, and, sure. and time and, period. And the time period. <laughs> yeah, she was that's obsessed true. with the same character. That's like weird. The 50s, 60s kind of Americana. Interesting. Crossover. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm telling you, if you can get. Uh, who was William Peterson? That's right. And from from Manhunter. Man and get. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know if you could get. Could you think you could get Jodie Foster back? Do you think she would come oh, back to be Clarice? Think with the right pedigree. If the you, if Mel Gibson together, directed it, if, if you're putting Good together Lord the right way. the the right group of artists, to you make put Jodie Clary Starling oh. and Will, Will Graham. Graham in the last like this is Hopkins because he's older and you get now, Hopkins so. you get Hopkins as as the, Hannibal are you say the final chapter the final chapter oh, no. final the chapter. final chapter Clarice yeah and just have them have them team up they're the only two that have ever captured him have yeah. them team up and finally 
take him out. I'll tell you, I watched Manhunter for the so first good. for the first time Such the other day. Such a great movie. So good. I know you don't like it. What? You don't, don't like it either? No, oh. you don't like it. I love it. I, don't, yeah. I love it. Oh, you really I don't like it? Tom, yeah. Tom I thought it was boring. Oh, oh I love it. I, Joe thought it was a TV movie. I couldn't find it that. Was, Is that theatrical it? film? It was theatrical. It was theatrical. Yeah. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, I guess I don't know why I thought it was made for TV. Because I'm like, it was boring. Oh. <laughs> there is a, there's times where I just like <laughs> yeah. give, him, give him the old <laughs> side this, eye. This guy. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a clip on YouTube where it's uh, all of, Brian all of. Cox's dialogue and Anthony Hopkins' dialogue. It's the same scene. Yeah, and they run it parallel. And it's Michael Mann does that a lot. Yeah, did it with and, Heat. Oh, yeah. and it's also they did it again. And it's um. The guy who played him on the TV show. Oh, oh they all do the same Mads, dialogue. That's Mads right, Mickelson. Michael Mads. Yeah, Mads, yeah. Mads Mickelson. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty. Uh, who is one of my favorite awesome. actors? He's, He's so, so good. good. Anyway, because but, it's from a book. That's true. Yeah, yeah you can't really. They, they kept that part. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Mann does that. There's a TV show he made uh, where they heat. they lifted the scene from yeah. Heat. It was L.A. something. L.A. Confidential. No, that's that's an L.A. story. That's also fantastic. That's the Steve Martin movie. It was, but it was yeah, yeah, it was. The basically the the diner scene, yeah. and it's and we you don't could, have these guys together. Yeah, they realized that they didn't have a scene together. That Robert De Niro and and uh, Al Pacino. <laughs> and what's interesting is like you can go online, you can see the original scene mm-hmm. that the other two actors did. And what's nice is they did it first, right? Yeah. So right. like, so there's no. Are they trying to imitate? And it's like, and that scene is, and, and those are good it's, working actors. It is electric. Those those. I'm talking about the other the original, oh, oh, the original oh. actors. Those are those are professional working actors. They both still work to this day. They pop up in things all the time, and that scene is just a snooze fest with the two. Oh, yeah. until yeah. you get the. And, yeah. But then and then when yeah. you see Pacino and De Niro Ooh. digging on it, same 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 dialogue, same. almost verbatim, yep. and it's like just night and day. Yep. And I was thinking about something, just a little tangent. Uh, I know we don't do that often, but so I was watching The Good Place and if you haven't seen The Good Place, I know Tom has. Yeah. Uh, both Blake and Tom have been hounding me to watch it for the last few weeks. Maybe the best show on television. It's so... Is this the Ted Danson one? It yes. is. Yeah. It's so good. And Read nothing, watch yeah, the show. Don't, don't, yeah, yeah. don't read anything. So, such a good show and I have was... You, do you watch I'm it? I'm all caught up. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, anyway, uh, Ted Danson, who is what I was going to talk about, is so good with his delivery. And that's Fantastic. the difference between an actor of his caliber right. and, I mean, even a good working actor. But Ted Danson... There's a difference between an actor and a star. Sure, yeah. exactly. And right. I mean, Ted Danson, anyone else with those lines, it would be a completely different yeah. delivery. But the way in his face, and it's the way he, he pauses between sentences, the way he enunciates, you know, it's just yeah. his delivery well, is amazing. It's time for Ted Danson to be in the MCU. Yeah. He would be who? It is. I don't know who. Just as like a Robert Redford. Yeah. Or but, Redford, right? Just like a But the know. really the, the secret start. weapon of that show, in my opinion, is Janet. Oh, oh who's Janet? Darcy Carden. Oh, yeah, absolutely she, amazing. To, to watch it. She yeah, I, well, mean, I, know, I didn't know if it was, it was an actress that I knew. Darcy Carden, no. she's a comedian. Okay. Yeah. But she's and she is brilliant. I if that like especially after like the last the storyline they got running now, if this woman doesn't win an Emmy no. There is no good. Stress. I agree. I've so since I've watched it, I'm all caught up now. I have tweeted one time about the show, and I tweeted at Darcy Carden and yeah. said Janet is the best part of the show. I mean, yeah. it's seriously. So just coincidentally, it she is so good. She's great. She uh, if you ever listen to Comedy Bang Bang, nope. one of my favorite podcasts. She's a frequent guest. She's been on this Off Book, which is a musical podcast where they improv an entire musical. Oh, man. Incredible. I know you're not a big musical guy, Tom. You'd like it. Yeah. They start with a premise and they do a musical. Guys playing piano hilarious improv musical but she was a guest on one of the last ones um 
Darcy Carden's hilarious. So right. yeah, she's great. And, but Kristen Bell's great. Cheaty. Oh, hilarious. I mean, like, everybody on the show's great. Yeah, but like, yeah. and she kind totally. of, especially her role, kind of starts off as a thankless role. Yeah, and she just. Yeah, crushes it. Yeah. So anyway, but, it. what but, was the what was the the Denzel Washington flick that came out that they could never get the name right? They kept calling uh, it the wrong Malcolm name. Uh, it was called Not Malcolm. It was X. called Guarantee. I guarantee. What it, it, was, it was the stage play. Oh, oh the fences? fences. Fences. So there's That's so good. Somebody else put a side by side of that fences monologue. James Earl Jones. It's James Earl Jones on stage, on stage yeah. right. and then Denzel after that. And it's it's kind of it's also the same deal. Where you see two high caliber actors, right? I got, to, I, I like James Earl Jones, but in their better. case, they're yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, and James Earl Jones created that role, yes. right? Oh, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. He was the first actor to ever yeah. do that. He was amazing, though. Yeah. In, in that, that's a hell of a play. play. But they're they're both great actors. That's yeah. the oh, difference. sure, it's not sure. Like a, character actor and I just then, mean yeah. I just mean like you can Denzel Washington kind of has his own cadence and, and my, delivery yeah. my guess is too is d- there's no way Denzel Washington was not familiar with sure that his yeah. performance with Ugh. the James Earl Jones performance yeah. so I'm sure he's probably also going out of his way to like make it different I can't make any of the choices that like he Jared made. Leto yeah yeah, <laughs> but, but well, ex- uh, except good, uh, right? No, that's except, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, ex- yeah, except Denzel Washington was is, good. Is a good actor. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's uh. fair. Uh, yeah, so the the family moves in. We see the Julianne Moore's the the mom and the aunt. The mom is blonde and in a wheelchair. The aunt is dark haired and completely mobile. Brunette, if you will. Sure. Yes, that works too. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the the Ju- the the aunt character says, "Go play with that boy." And he's just like, oh, man, like, you know, even the well, kid. I thought it was the mom. One of the two of them well, of course, was, was yes. just like, go play with go Go play baseball with him. Uh, the reason I say that, not exactly remembering, is that the mom seemed like a very good, pure, pure-hearted person. Yes, I right? agree. So, like, I feel like it was the mom because of character that makes development. Sense. But that makes anyway, sense. you're right. Yeah. And 50-50 shot. He did, yeah. <laughs> right. So he kind of goes and they, they play. They go to play baseball together. Um, and you don't get you're uh, this is this. These are the scenes where it's just like. I don't know what we're trying to do here. Yeah. You know, like, so there's all these people as this, the Myers family is moving into this neighborhood. The people start to gather around the house before right? we even see Matt Damon's face for the first time. Which we don't see Matt Damon minutes. for a while. Yeah. They go to the town hall meeting he skipped what, over, which is just do. a bunch of people yelling. And this is like a white supremacist rally. I mean, the town is in outrage over this yes, family, correct. except for one guy on the board who's like kind of reasonable. And he's like, you know, you can tell he's like, oh, I don't want to be here. Like, yeah, the one right, guy, right. But, but he's not the power and he's not the. And it's funny, like we so in the in the news recently, we've seen that white supremacists have a new uniform. That is basically like an Izod shirt and golf shorts with a certain style of haircut and Dockers, right? And tiki and if, torches. If you, tiki torches. I mean, this just confirms how I've always felt about Dockers. So <laughs> you're a Dickies, but they're you're, you're a Dickies guy, aren't you? <laughs> but so these pleats. these the pleats these this town folk are kind of wearing the 1950s version of that uniform. Right. And they've got similar haircuts. Well, this is Pleasantville, so to speak. You know, I mean, it is that time period. It, it is, is the, but I think it to me, when I saw it, and I was yeah. like, well, that's I see what you're trying well, to do. That's, Clooney clearly is making a political statement And we know, we know that and, Clooney leans yeah. far to the left. But I don't think the, the clothes are a statement. I mean, there's no way that this was filmed after Charlottesville. No. Oh, no, sure. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, the, so the time period is just that's yeah, how that's that's what people these wore. people dress, and yeah, they digitally changed it. Yeah, it's all digital. They, yeah, that's where the budget took the went. mustaches. Like, out. Yeah, right. 
But anyway, so yeah, so the basically the town meeting just sets up for the rest of the movie. They're like, we're not going to want these people we are not going to want to live here, right? So like, we're going to make it. It. I think one of the lines is, "We don't mind integration." But it's if, like, if they are open, when they're ready, when they're ready. Yeah. And they aren't ready yet. And it's like this family's done nothing like the family's just like, yeah, I just want to live in and the, the point, suburbs. Like, to my point earlier, the woman is very the mother of the family is very right. father's polite, the same way. Very, yeah. And the, yeah, and the father, we just don't. Really, I think the father's more stoic. Yeah. We don't get a line from is no the thing. It's just no. so the mother actually talks and interacts and she's just like, thank you. Have a good like she's just ignoring them and being polite. And they never get to her like they want to. Right. But yeah, it escalates throughout the film and, and it, ba- it basically just causes a distraction for the main the actual story to happen. It's always right. in the background. Yeah. So they've also got they they want to build a wall. Basically, they want to build like high fences around the house. Yeah, so you start seeing everybody to... put up their picket fences. Well, it's, they're like, I'm not paying for that wall. He's like, fine, we'll take it out of the housing budget. And they start building this wall around the house yeah. so they don't hmm. have to see that. But then on top of that, once the wall is built, they're basically doing what you would do t- in um, torture. Basic, like old school torture, where it's just like like psychological psychological torture. torture, yeah. Where they're like they're they're chanting and they're, they're always chanting. They're smashing like they're standing outside the house, like in a constant vigil of making noise right. to irritate them. Correct. And throughout the course of the movie, the crowd gets larger bigger, and, bigger, and larger bigger. and more and more like volatile. Yes. And it starts off as, of course, I wouldn't say peaceful protest, but it's not violent. It's not hitting. It's you know, but they're. Make they're making it very unbearable yes, to live there. Yes, basically. and 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 it would also be very intimidating because even though they're yeah. not getting violent, you got to think if you're that family. But it's like, good the, lord, the clock's ticking. Yeah. on that before it starts to get violent. That's how know? I don't know how that mother remained. I mean, the way she's written, the actress did it great, but yeah. I don't know how she stayed so stoic because. I would think they'd be terrified in 1959. A black family with hundreds of white men well, being loud and surrounding. I'd be scared. One of the other problems, 2017, yeah. I'd be yeah. scared. Well, one of the other problems I had with the movie is that as the crowd gets larger, the cops show up and they're like holding back the crowd. And I'm like, there's five the, of you. The, well, the cops would have been leading that charge Absolutely. in 1959. Yeah, I they thought it was yeah. the guys yeah. that jumped on the lawn that they actually did tackle. They didn't tackle him until it actually got <laughs> there like, was, violent. There was one scene where the cop is like beating him with a billy club. Yeah. I was like, well, that wouldn't happen. And, I'm, yeah, and I thought never, I'm like, no, that no. doesn't seem right that they would even no. like no. be protecting once it got bad. Right. So that and I, that's really the extent of the African-American family story. Like there's really nothing else going it's on with always them. It's, the backdrop. And I, yeah. I, you know, I know the 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 statement he's trying to make is, you know, the ironic juxtaposition of there's this horrible thing happening in the white people house. Right. And meanwhile, the entire neighborhood is focused on the black people. Right. And I'm like, right. And I'm like, but like that's such a a simplistic metaphor yeah. yeah that like if this movie if you know like honestly like with the you could i don't know if this if this subplot was in the original screenplay or not like, right it'd be interesting to know if it's because yeah. of the time because he, it's like you know because in, in you know in 1984 sure. that would have been a lot less of a simplistic story to tell like now it just seems oh like, i see what you're saying like sure. you know like okay yeah we get it like i'm not saying don't have that belief but i'm like but you could tell it in but a way better that doesn't seem just so yeah. trite right you know right so yeah, 20 minutes later we see matt damon's face yeah and matt damon is like a claims adjuster or, you know he works at a bank or an accounting firm and um he comes home it's his own business he say he starts he's the, he's his own the business. vp though so he's he, 
I figure if he starts his own business. Remember, because when they're going through they the financials, they do say that, he gets but, he's the, but he's a VP. A VP I, it can be a head of a. I took it as like he it was a started a business. business, it failed, and then he had to go get a oh. job. Yeah, that's the way I took oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So he comes home, and obviously he's married to the blonde, the the blonde Julianne Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like. The wheelchair. The wheelchair. Well, the kid goes downstairs because he hears a, a kerfluffle. No, he. Uh, that's how this. No, he comes in, like. The kid, they go. He goes up and wakes up. He the wakes kid. up the kid. And he's like, "There's men in the house. There's, yeah. men, there There's was, men in the house who's you know we're yeah. gonna do whatever." And so now it's the desperate hours with Humphrey Bogart. Oh, what's that? It's a movie it's where a, a group of criminals break in and hold a family hostage it's in the, the suburbs. Sounds right. Yeah. And you're next. It's actually shot in the same house that would go on to be the home of Dan. Is that arsenic and old lace? No, the cleavers. Ugh. Oh, really? They even have uh, Ward's car parked out. That's front. funny. That's really funny. Yeah. So, yeah. So this is where we get the spaghetti man from uh, True Detective season one. Yeah, the bad guy from True Detective season one. He was one. good. He's that guy's really. good. Is he the voice of Fat Tony on The Simpsons? Because he sounds exactly no. Tom, like Fat him. Tony's um, that's Joe Mont- Tony Mon. Oh, is it okay? Oh, oh maybe he, it was Joe. Joe Montana. Yeah. Because did you guys? I mean, the way he What's talks. A truck? <laughs> the way he talks sounds a lot like Fat Tony. That's the only reason why he I delivers like, lines. It's very much m- like methodic and yeah, like I'm a mobster and very slow. And yeah. he's uh, but have you ever seen True Detective? Ooh, buddy. Yeah. He's great. Season Only one. CT season one. D- yes. And yeah. I guess hope maybe season three. Uh, we'll see. Um, so he kind of says he, he's he's awful. He's an awful human being. And he's got he's sitting in the wheelchair. And of course, Matt Damon's like, get out of that wheelchair. And he was like, "Nah, I'm good. And it's it's very this it's is a good performance. It's a very good scene between everybody involved. Whenever you're on this story, and, and, it's like, yeah. And I <laughs> I like the way this scene works in retrospect, because in in the moment you think Matt Damon is like kind he, of a puss. No, or, or like see, he, he does what he has to do to keep his family. I, I took it as like when he tells him to get out of that wheelchair, like that's a risky move. Sure. To be like, you know, like I was surprised he was being a hard ass with these guys. Yeah. Was, and so I was like, I didn't expect this guy to be like, you know, I took it as like I don't give give a crap. Like you're not sitting in my wife's wheelchair. My wife. And and I don't care if that means I get beat up or killed or whatever. Right. And then in retrospect you realize that those guys work for him, right? As we will find Spoilers. out. Spoilers, <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so it's like, so now it's like him. So in in retrospect, it's him basically telling an employee, "Get out of that." It's chair. not part of the deal, right? So I don't watch trailers, as you know, but I went back and watched the trailers afterwards because it's this this total, movie was not what I even heard it was. Total head fake. I just want to play real quick for you, official trailer number one, real quick, and let me tell you what kind of movie they marketed this as. Just listen to this. We'll listen, oh, to in five seconds. we'll listen to the ad too. No. Wow, well, <laughs> I don't think this movie would have anything to do with HIV. Yeah. yeah. All right, listen to this. Welcome to Suburbicon, a town of great wonder and excitement. Hey there. Built with the promise of prosperity for all. Nikki, you need to get up. There are men in the house. something I have to tell you. Those men killed mom. We've decided it'd be best if your Auntie Margaret came and stayed with us. Nikki needs a mother. We'll be strong. We'll be fine. Mr. Lodge? Yes. You know a character named Rizzoli? He's a loan shark. If you were into the mob for money, that might explain what happened to your wife. Hi, pal. 
this is the last time that clown's gonna ignore us. Take care of a kid. These animals took everything from us. I have to make decisions like what's best for the family. Progress on the investigation? A mobster got killed a couple of days ago. I can end the conversation real quick. I'm sorry for his loss. Of life? Yeah, I guess he probably is too. Nobody's that was, that was a good life. What do you want? I want all of it. All of it. Nothing like this ever happened here. This is a safe place. It was. Would you like a cup of coffee? Nobody's I could have you killed in no time. I could kill you too. <laughs> I see. I wanted to see this. Yeah, that's the movie I wanted to see. That not only and do they give away way too much, they that do. is a different movie. Okay, that well, is a revenge. They don't give away anything. Well, no, right? they they so. do because you you see that like she's crushing, crushing up the pills, pills right? and eating then a sandwich, and, but like, you don't know like well, you, yeah. But you could, the context. But you could. But take you could a lot surmise of... it pretty, and you know you yeah. know that the uh, Oscar Isaac is going to turn on him, yeah. right? You know, but uh um, but honestly, the the trailer did what the movie should have done, which is. Cut out all the black that, stuff. It like, was, and, they and don't mention feel, it for one second. I feel second, awful right. saying it sounds I, like I'm, but I'm like you're 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 not telling that story effectively. Nope. Not, and right. it's it's too big of a story to 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 relegate to like a subplot. They're sliding it. Yeah. They're, the the, the, the a subplot. Yeah. Right. And and the main the other main problem with this is they cut the trailer with all the scenes out of order, so it made it look like it was a revenge thriller yeah. with Matt Damon, yeah. a, right, a dark right. comedy revenge. Every single time, it's like you know I will kill you, and then he's putting a body in the trunk, like. None of that happened like that. It's nope. completely yeah. misleading. So Correct. you're basically saying it's like the last, the last Jedi trailer. Yeah, is, where we don't we don't know. I mean, you, we know something's going to happen. We just is, don't know what. I think absolutely a hundred percent ahead. Fake. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Is. I mean, it's it's just one giant misdirect. Yeah. But yeah. But I think it's a misdirect. Playfully, I, yeah, it's not like these guys trying versus, to be this like this is a misrepresentation. This is, it is, right? Yeah, you know? I think, I, there's sort I of think, a difference between the two. There's one where it's like, look, you don't really want to know everything that happened. Yeah, but here's some, they're here's some protecting cool you from spoilers. Exactly, they're misrepresenting the cinematic that, experience yeah. that they're selling. Yeah. Correct, and that, and that sucks. I, yeah, I just couldn't believe when I went back since I don't watch the trailers, but I was like, I have to see how they marketed this because this is not what I thought it would be. And apparently, anyone that did watch trailers, it's definitely not what they thought. No, and and I just, the, I think the. The problem is Clooney wanted to make a big important movie, right. and this wasn't a big important movie. This is a, a, a little a little Coen Brothers and it murder mystery. He should have let it be what it is, mm-hmm. which is that. Yep. And and because when it's doing that, I felt like it was doing it pretty well. It was great. It, I it, I really liked yeah. that movie. Great. Yeah. Yeah. That I thought was this good. was, was going to be really like good. kind yeah, of a, along the line of when he did Leatherheads, which was like, eh. is, that, is that the Krasinski one? Yeah. 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 It was a. Eh. But yeah. I mean, it was like a quirky sports movie, right? Yeah. I thought this was going to be like sort of the quirky, you know. But I didn't, yeah. there, you know, in in the you know on the basis of this trailer, I was like, you could kind of get a sense of like, oh, that's the the world that this movie lives in. Yeah, 
I'm on board with. Yeah, that. Man. right. Yeah. yeah, I honestly, this it, what's funny is I thought for the first 15 minutes of the movie I was in the wrong movie because you don't see Matt Damon. I mean, <laughs> oh, I was like, sure, I sure. had no idea. Since <laughs> not watching the trailers and they don't show it, but like the whole black family moving in and all this. I mean, I was pretty it's a, sure, it's, but it's very, we- it's a very weird head fake yeah. for the trailer i looked at my ticket though and i'm like okay i'm pretty sure this is the matt damon like <laughs> did i did i sign up to see it's funny good so like i had so so much avoided trailers and stuff because i don't typically go out of my way to see him either um like i didn't know matt damon was in it and when they showed him i was like oh matt hey matt damon this. i didn't hey, know that not it's skinny jesse plivins <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so um so the catalyst they, they for come, the real they, story they, they, is... they come down and they use um, chloroform. chloroform and they gas Chlor- everybody. Oh, chloroform! Yeah, I know. Which it's, I mean, it's the fifty-nine. Like it doesn't at yeah. all. Uh, if wrestling has taught me anything, it just put it over their face and they <laughs> yeah. pass out immediately. It's wrestling fine. has <laughs> taught me anything. All of my life lessons I've learned from wrestling um, explains a lot, honestly. Yeah. So yeah, so they all wait. They they wake up. The kid wakes up last, and uh, the aunt and Matt Damon are both there, and they're. They come over like, oh, we were so worried about you. We have something that we have some bad news. And what you see is when they're putting everybody to sleep, they pour more chloroform onto the the rag that they're going to use on the mom. And since they've used more, they've basically made her brain dead Mm -hmm. and she dies. So they put her in the ground. This is where we get to meet the Uncle Mitch. This is great. Who I liked. The Uncle and the kid relationship. It was so much fun. Like, I love it. I recognize that guy from other stuff, but I can't, you know, I can't place him. But no, I thought that interaction again, anything with the kid who is excellent. And then the uncle who obviously cares about a lot. Him. Like you can tell he's, he's way who's, who's, into that. Who's, kid. who's a father figure to he's like dad. dad. He's like, no, who, all right, the other yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. That was good. I mean, those little quirky scenes where you, that's Coen brothers. Yeah. At their, I did you the, know. the thing where he's like, all right, I'm going to put all this change in your pocket. Whatever stays in your pocket, you get to keep. I didn't know what that was because I thought it was like, oh, it's just how much I can shove in your pockets. But then he dumps them upside down. And it's like, oh, if anything, he's playing stays a game. In there, yeah. yeah and fun. he gives, he gives them yeah. some cash too like it's it's not yeah. just coins like you put some dollars yeah. in there and so they go home and everybody in the town is all just like it's such a great it's a huge tragedy and we're so sorry and everybody says the same thing so like i thought this movie was going to be kind of like a body snatchers kind of thing right where nobody has any real emotions and they've kind of um built this society to oh he's in the accountant okay um he was in fried green tomatoes Perfect. And Charlotte's Web. Yeah, all right. You'd know him, Dan, if you saw him. Like he's a, one of those character actors that pops up all the time. Yeah. Um, where like they have taken the society, they've taken like all of the real emotions out of the society, mm-hmm. and they don't really know how to react. And this family, you thought it was going to be like a Pleasantville kind of, something of yeah. With a where like this family or, snaps. Yeah. Like Matt, all of this is happening to Matt Damon, and he's starting to snap and have real yeah. emotions. Not the yeah, case. Looks like looks like Matt Damon's going to be doing that in the trailers. Yes. But, yeah. Right. So he goes home and uh, he asks the the aunt to move in with them because Nikki needs a mom. And if, who, yeah, that's who why. better to be your new mom than the sister the that twin. looks just like yeah, your mom? Than, than your mother's twin. <laughs> that's sister. not weird. And at then all. when she dyes her hair blonde, I was like, like oh, single white female, perfect. I'm like vertigo. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, nice. Uh, but then like for the, they go for back the, to the Hitchcock, right? Think about for the kids' sake and everything. Like that's messed up. Yeah. To do oh, it the, gets more messed. Not up. that they're great people, <laughs> as we'll find out. But right. the fact that she dyed her hair, she's already a twin, and then looks just like the kid's mom that he lost. Right. I'm like, Come on. And she's sitting in the chair. That's it. 
<laughs> so uh, Nikki is he's not acclimat- uh, acclimating? acclimating 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 very well like he's not doing very well he's having nightmares he's not doing acclimatyville right. acclimatyville <laughs> yeah. he's not doing oh he's not doing well in school so like his aunt kind of pulls him out on a Monday and you know she brings him to work with her she works at the local grocery store and like people are just like why isn't he in school she's like oh he's playing hooky that one b ugh that, everybody uh, in this town is awful yeah but like, that, that's really that what older it comes lady down that to. stuck up lady yeah, though, so especially she's, she's like, bagging ugh. her groceries and she was just like why isn't he in school oh he's playing hooky ugh. i thought she like, was really super, gonna get into it yeah and it's so like she I. was gonna have to be like oh and his mom just died like right I, and I, I, yeah. they keep referring so like this myers family they're like everything that this town was perfect until this family moved in mm-hmm. uh so they keep kind of blaming everything that's happening on this family that the family has nothing to do with anything right um so nikki's home one night and he hears what is it oh no that's later that's when he comes home from baseball yeah which was a very weird scene so uh yeah the mom dyes her hair and then you like him her and matt damon sort of are getting well it's clear that they they're have getting a thing closer and closer and, and initially i thought okay so she looks like the mom Matt Damon is grieving. Yeah, the mom is, you know. is paralyzed. Yeah. So obviously they can't do certain things that they're Correct. used to. And uh, the twin sister is not. And Correct. what happens is, yeah. <laughs> so Matt Damon is visited at work. He gets a call at work from the, and Matt, Matt Damon this entire time is playing it up like he's busted up. Like he's he's telling he's his. grieving widower. Right. He's telling his uh, secretary to, to don't. I don't want to talk to anybody. Um, then the lieutenant, who's another guy you would recognize, um, show you know, kind of says, "We've got, we might have these two guys. Like, if you want to come by and check it out." So, yeah, it, and this part is is where it this was is, this obviously is the turn. like this is the turn that happens. Like something is wrong. Matt Damon is very mad that the aunt that brought, brought him Nikki. along, and for obvious reasons, that they end up leaving him out in the hallway, and they go to the lineup, right. and the whole time, they don't show you, like, number six and seven. You see guys one through five, so clearly you know that it's going to be the guys, but they look at them all, and then they the lieutenant turns to Matt Damon and says, do you, you recognize them? them? Nope. But And you and don't, like I said, you don't see six and seven, so you don't see the guys mm-hmm. that are there. But they and clearly the, are not showing them, so right. if as so an the, audience, you're like, The okay. kid walks in, and he's like poking his head in, but like nobody he knows like that he's sneaks in, there. in. Sneaks in, he pokes his head in between the the adults, and there's number six and number seven. Clearly, are two guys. Yeah. And he looks at his parents, quote unquote. You know, he looks at yeah. his dad and aunt, traumatized because he's like, I mean, these people were just in our house. They killed, killed my mom. mom. Like those are clearly them. So you know something's up. And and, and he goes, nope, don't see him. So this is where like the, the kid, story the, gets interesting, right? And then yeah. very shortly after, claims adjuster comes because guess what? They filed an insurance claim, life insurance. Well, they had insurance, but like, yeah. So yeah. again, like it's super funny. Like the guy turns the light, two way mirror, right? Mm-hmm. So they turn the lights on in the other room, and everybody's illum- like Matt Damon and Julian Moore, and the kid are illuminated in the room, two way mirror, and the two guys can yeah. see them. Yeah, and it's just like turn it off. What are you doing, you idiot? And it turns it off. Very Cohen brothers. Yeah. So then we go back to the house and the kids in the bathtub and another weird like it's not weird, but it's just one of those scenes where Matt Damon kind of walks in and he was like, what's going on, champ? And the kid's like, why? What do you you know, the, the kid Again, is all the, the acting. The so kid's good. starting to get some yeah. balls like he's just like those two guys were there. What are you doing? And he was just like, you don't you know, this is he where we kind of gaslighting him. He's yeah. Like, nope. You're wrong. Yeah. And he's just like, I, you're, I'm the adult here. People, I know more than you. People think they see people all the time. My job, it happens. Right. I don't I remember talk to people. people. Yeah. 
and so the kids just like you're you can tell the kids like you're full of because at the end i love what the line that he gives you're i can't right remember it exactly but but at the very end he's like after okay yeah that's all good but why'd you lie like right he totally calls matt damon yeah. out and he's getting more frustrated exactly thing, exactly yeah. so uh do 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 more stuff with the black family that means I would nothing. say the insurance adjuster. So I guess she that's goes where the, the, gro- next... the, the 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 black mom goes to the grocery yeah, that... store and like they basically twenty five start... bucks tell, telling her everything costs twenty bucks for like a, a gallon of milk twenty five dollars and she twenty mm-hmm. was it twenty it's twenty it was okay. twenty yeah and then the loaf of bread twenty dollars and she was just like yeah I think that's twenty too yeah and yeah. Julianne Moore is just like. I guess it is. But you know, you can. Uh, <laughs> That's to how me, she sounds. In the I was like Julianne Moore was in I the know. room. Wow. I'm, very I'm very good at this. Yeah. Moore. Yeah. Uh, I could. Julianne Moore is we find out is not a good person, but like nobody is a good. But person. even see, she she seemed uncomfortable with like I did she not did. take it as she was sticking it to the no. woman. Like she was kind of like, uh, yeah, I guess it's twenty. Yeah, that that's felt like a bridge it, too far. Was, right, right, right. Killing her sister's one thing, being a racist. <laughs> that's <laughs> too. That's oh, too spoiler much. alert. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> so yeah, so the next scene is the kids coming home from baseball practice, and he hears <laughs> what sounds like a struggle. This is funny, and he. He go you know, he grabs a knife immediately and he goes downstairs. It looks great. You see him walking from behind. It's a with good. The knife. It's a good. I mean, it's a good looking scene. Yeah. It's a good looking shot. And he walks down. This is this might have been my favorite scene of the movie, where he walks down the steps and there's Matt Damon. He's got Julianne Moore's dress up over he, a ping pong over, table and he's got a ping pong paddle he's and he's smack, smacking yeah. her and she's way into it. And the kid just, just like he turns the light on and she Matt Damon just like Nikki and he the kid just deadpan and just. Turns, turns the lights off yeah. and goes back upstairs. Like just the way he delivered that scene, yeah. I yeah. thought was hilarious. This is the kind of quirky stuff you want from the Coen Brothers. Like, yeah. this is them, and great, and this is them and their Fargo. So to me, Fargo know. is is my favorite movie from the, of theirs. Like because it's a perfect mix of that dark comedy mixed with a really good mm-hmm. murder mystery. I yeah. I think I like Raising Arizona better. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, that it's a, like it's a, it's a that, close second. That Fargo is like it's a serious movie, but still has this really. S- like dark Black. sense of humor. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I I kind of like the series that first season a little bit more. The like movie. Yeah, like that first season. Your boy isn't even on yet. At that point, great. Said that. What's that? Your boy isn't even on there till. Season. I know season two. Yeah. And season two is a different a different yeah. season. Like season one is Fargo. Like yeah. if you like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson's my yeah. dude. Um, Did you yeah. see that? I well, that he's the he's the rumor for. Uh, what's uh, who's the head guy? Stan. For the adult, it oh, oh it's okay. Patrick Wilson, yeah, yeah, sign me up. I think what always amazed me, real quick, just going to Coen Brothers, is Blood Simple was their first film, right? Yeah, yeah, that is a damn good movie. Oh yeah, I oh, yeah. love that. Blood movie. Simple, Raising Arizona, Miller's yeah. Crossing, Fargo, Barton, 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 I'm not a big fan. And of the thing oh, is, that. is that when when you don't know what the Coen Brothers are going to become, when you're seeing these movies in real time, yeah, and you roll from Blood Simple to Raising Arizona, <laughs> true. and you're like, what? <laughs> they were just genre hopping. Yeah, like yeah. you just because you figure Blood Simple. Okay, this is what they do. We're going to get more movies like this. Okay. No. And then you go to Raising Arizona, you're like, what the holy hell? <laughs> yeah. And then Miller's and, Crossing. And it was great on top yeah. of it. Which I you know, is, is my yeah. personal Miller's point. Crossing is a great I mean, movie. All the Coen Brother movies with John Goodman, John Turturro, like M.M.O. Walsh, you know. Like, yeah, I never... like Oh Brother Where Art, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, that, that stuff's good. good. Those, that's good, too. But I like yeah. all that original stuff, like all that in the beginning, I really liked that. What was the turn? Well, True Grit was a Lady very. Killers. Oh, I think yeah, that's what about why, the divorce one? 
The simple intolerable movie? cruelty. Yeah, there we go. Is that them? That was. I love that yeah. movie. There's I like that movie. With Fantastic Clooney and Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah, I love that movie. I guess I didn't but it does that have a little bit of a. It was a stumble. Yeah. All right. I think Lady Killers is known as the Lady worst. Killers was like. Oh. My, and it was a remake, which was like, yeah. eh, don't. That's beneath them. My least favorite is that Jewish one. It has nothing to do because it's Jewish, but man? that movie I think is terrible. I hate that movie. Why did you preface with the Jewish one? Because I don't remember the name. No, I hate kidding. that movie. Yeah, I just, uh, I just, I don't. What I've heard from people is I've actually talked to Jewish people, and they say that it's funny because they understand the the religion. Right. Because a lot of the stuff is comedy based on the Jewish religion. Right. And so maybe I didn't understand it like that. But as you me, didn't do your research think, before you saw a movie, I think the man who wasn't there. The one with Billy Bob. And I like that, that one. James okay, the I think, black and white one. Yeah, um, burn after reading. Burn after reading. So favorite. I like Brad Pitt That's in that miss. movie. Yeah, but I thought is it was, that Tilda Swinton too. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. It was John Malkovich, George Clooney. It was trying way too hard. John Malkovich. Just John Malkovich. Feel John the Malka flop Vic? sweat. John Malkovich. I think Vic. it was like them like trying to get back yeah. to that. They were trying to recreate Raising Arizona. Yeah. John Malkovich. Vic. John Malkovich. Fitch. Vitch. Is it really Vitch? Boom! Oh, yeah. My, <laughs> my one to I your 50. One. I yeah, got okay. one. Hey. Just gotta we got gotta one. Take his, gotta take your wins where you find them. Yeah, it still counts. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyway, so back so, to... So, yeah, so uh, then, yeah, this is where Oscar Isaac shows up, and this dude steals the show. Oh, my gosh, show. yes. This is like, where, like, I was into once you figure out there's a little bit of a twisteroo going on say like, okay this is interesting but oscar isaac shows up and this yeah. dude is on so we already know that matt damon and julianne moore have colluded together sure. to, to kill the, his his wife and of um, course it's over insurance and, and you also get the feeling that this might not have been the first attempt correct Yes. Really? Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Because he's going crash. over the yeah. He's going over the red flags. Oh, I didn't think that that was a that failed was, yes, attempt. That's yeah. I, I, took I just that thought as a it failed was. attempt as well. Okay. Interesting. That's interesting. And so, like, he he comes to the house and he kind of Jul- Matt Damon's not there. Um, and Julian- also, an accident would pay more. Oh, that's true. It would normally an insurance policy. An yep. accident, double indemnity. Yep. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, that's what the movie yeah, Double du- Indemnity was yeah. about. But that, double jeopardy. But um. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, nor- normally life insurance policies have have like kind of triggers to where like, oh, well, if you if you die in an accident, it pays more. Right. You know, if you if it's a train wreck, because what are the odds? You yeah. know what I mean? So. Well, this is very well written. This is Coen Brothers Man, at, destroys, their, at their top. Destroys and, the scene and the delivery. If you so, if you watch the show Mr. Robot, I don't think either of you guys mm-hmm. watch Mr. Robot. So, uh, you know, of course, we started that new podcast. Plug for show spoilers. Uh, <laughs> right now, we're talking about Mr. Robot. There's a character played by the actor Bob Cannavale. I think is how you say his name. Yeah, uh, Bobby Can- Cannabili, Kevin. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But he plays a character called Irving, and he's very similar to Saul in Breaking Bad, if you've seen that, where it's just like this, like, the guy is kind of a fast talker. He's he's not necessarily a great guy, and I don't think Oscar Isaac is a bad guy in this way. But you know what I mean? Like he's well, oh, he does. Yeah, he is a bad guy. No, no, I didn't think about that. He is right. So this is a perfect example. So where it's like this guy's not a good guy, and he can get you on all this stuff, but you like him so much, yeah. like Saul was, like Irving is, and Mister Robot, and and 
Oscar Isaac just nails this yeah. character. So it he kind of so forces his way into the house. She's like, I don't have any information. I don't have anything. And he was like, it's fine. Like, I'm just going to ask you some questions. And I caught and all you the never things know. that he caught, oh, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, as I was listening, so he's basically, he's doing the he's uh, doing the processing scene from the master here, kind of. Yeah, you know kind of. He's, he's interrogating her and asking her all these questions. And she's like, well, Lodge, or whatever his name is. Gardner. Uh, Gard- Gardner. Gardner isn't home right now. I Surely I don't know anything. And he's like, oh, people know more you than You never know. He's like, sometimes people know more than they let on. Brilliantly written scene. Yes. It's the dialogue so good. But she ends up saying that, oh, Gardner used all our savings when he tried to start his business and, and i you know well and it, yeah he he kind of says he's like we got you know we just have some red flags we need to check off and then he's like the policy's all paid up and i don't like i felt like he was just he was fishing for information he was like oh, what's yeah. your insurance company's what's your insurance agent's name somehow the like aunt knows a lot about yeah right her brother-in-law's policy Correct. life yeah. insurance like that's weird he, she knows the insert the insurance agent she yeah. knows you know and he was like, well, it says here that uh, Mr. Lodge took out an extra, an, he bumped up the insurance policy. And it's Gardner, sorry. Yeah, Gardner. <laughs> I don't know why I thought Lodge. Someone it's, Gard- else. it's Gardner Lodge. Gardner Lodge. It's his name. Oh, Gardner it is. Lodge. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, that's yeah, why. Yeah. I'm like, I thought it was Lodge. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's like, it, he bumped up his wife's life insurance policy three months before this happened. And that's somehow little, she would know about it. She's like, that. that's a little weird, right? And she was like, I don't know. No, she goes, yeah, he did. I know he did. Oh, that. yeah, that's right. That's right. But it, come to find out, he just All made fake. that up. He made it up. He's like, I was just fishing. So, oh, it's great. It's and great. He, he's so. like, let's let's face facts. You got, like, he's like, are you living here now? And she was like, well, Nikki, the, Nikki needs yeah. a mother. And he's like, really? He's like, there, there are these things called coincidences. <laughs> Like they happen in movies all the time, but you'd be surprised they almost never happen in real life. <laughs> I will watch this scene again. It's a great yeah. scene. It comes it's out and they really post it on scene. YouTube. I, I mean, brilliant scene, brilliant performances. But he basically has her dead to rights, and he's yeah, like, he, he nails it. He's like, all right, uh, what time does your husband get home? See you I'll then. See you then. And, and she is so shook by him, and and she is. She, well, what's great is then he he, but he tells her he's like, oh, and by the way, none of this is true. Like yeah. I was just fishing. I was yeah. just fishing for information. Yeah, like, gotcha. Yeah, they're yeah. stirred up though. Get out of my house. All right, right. I'll see you tonight. I'll see you tonight. So great. This is where we get the scene that's in the trailer about the the mob guy. Yeah, he's like, do you know that? You know, the the lieutenant comes to see Matt Damon. He's like, do you know this guy? He's like, I've never heard of him before in my and life. Did the guys already show up to work and punch him in the face? They did. Yeah. yeah. So the two guys show back up. They're like, you're gonna pay us this money. You're not gonna jerk us around, yeah. and if we if we have to come back, you're not gonna like it. Yeah, and they they so they punch him in the face and they break his glasses. Uh, so the detective was like, "Do you know this person? This mob, this loan shark?" He's like, "Nope, I have no idea who he is." This guy's great too, the lieutenant. Yeah, the police. I love that guy. his interact. Like the guy's amazing, and I I should I'll try to look yeah. up his he name. Nailed, he, he nails he nails the non BS. Sheriff, he, he's got you dead to rights. You he can knows tell he's one he has step you. ahead, but he's, he never lets on. He's Patrick Wilson from Fargo season two. Gotcha. Like Patrick Wilson is always like he plays dumb Columbo, the Columbo, yeah, yeah the Columbo cop. Where he, but he's already got you, right? He's just waiting for you to trip up. Is basically what it is. Yeah. Um. So he's like, it's so weird. We found this ledger, and in the ledger it said, you know, Gardner, whatever his name is, need to pick up seven thousand apples. He's like, so we did a little research. He's like, and there was a garden lodge. Yeah. He's like, there was a garden lodge. So either he was meeting somebody there or you you were going to give him 7,000 apples. Which yeah, is great. All the code. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, which is it? And he's like, I have no idea. He's like, all right, uh, we'll, get, we'll keep working it. So he goes home. This is where then we get to the scene with Oscar Isaac. And then we get the next scene uh, where they're. He comes, Matt Damon comes home and he's just kind of like, Julianne Moore is super upset where she's just like, I'm really sorry I messed up. And he was just like, 
What'd you do, what'd Julianne you, Moore? Yeah, what'd, what'd you do? What'd you do? <laughs> so they're bo- like he's taking a drink. It's actually that scene that you're looking at. Like that little still is the scene that I'm talking about right now. Oh, that's funny. Um, so they're the both, listeners, they're both great. yeah, it is. They're both looking <laughs> yeah. at the door, and all of a sudden, so now at the same time, the Myers family situation is escalating. Like this is where it's more and more people yeah, amassing outside it of is their getting, house. It's getting worse. The and cops worse. are there to control and, the crowd because the as we all know, the police in the nineteen were very concerned <laughs> about the safety of black families <laughs> right. moving into white neighborhoods. Correct. And, and so this movie, in in true Coen Brothers fashion, this is a guy getting an over his head, and it's getting you know darker and darker comedy because now he's got the mob after him. Now you've got so they don't have the mob after him at all. Well, these I just, I just think these guys are mobsters. You have these criminals after. Him. I just That's, thought he had hired them through the mob. Like yeah. he didn't oh, owe the mob money. He the was, money was for he was contracting them. I th- see. I see. The mob. Okay, That's what I okay, thought. Okay. That whole. Yeah, I'm with see, you. I'm so with you. so he's got the mob after him now, and I think the mob said that he has to take care of the kid because. Uh, in so the, the two scene, guys are like, "You're going to take care of the kid, or we're going to take care of the yeah. kid." Yeah, and so nice. the kid comes home earlier, and you see the boarding school, military school. Yeah, they're getting, they're getting the kid all. out of there. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, no, you know, so it's just he's getting in deeper over his head. He's digging himself deeper and deeper, and the situation's getting worse. So I thought maybe the mobster was going to come to the door, but it actually is Oscar Isaac yeah. coming back to do his thing. He sits down, and Julianne Moore is shaking again, looking at him, and uh, he says, I'd like you to get me a cup of a that cup, coffee. A cup of that coffee. Like he had earlier. So, like, it's funny. In that initial scene, he takes a drink of the coffee and spits it out. And I was just like, that's pretty slick. Like, he doesn't swallow the coffee. And he says, he's like, I've been, I've been in enough of these situations to know, like, to look for some signs. Yeah. So, I, like, I took it as, like, he thought that coffee was I already that. poisoned. That was the first scene with yeah, Julian Moore. Right, he did right, spit right. his coffee, oh, his coffee out. Me. He's like, oh, my goodness. And then he asks for it again. It's almost like the scene in um, the Tarantino one, the the Western. Django? Nope. Oh, uh, the, what the hell is it called? With Kurt Russell. Yes. Yeah, I always forget the name of this movie. What the hell's the name of that movie? The Hateful Eight. Hate, the Hateful Eight, thank you. Where he, you know, he they play with the, him. we know that we know the coffee's poison. Right. And they constantly kind of play with it. And put it down, pick it up. Yeah, right, and they take it and they puke his guy. I really liked that movie. I did too. I, I know some people didn't. I really liked I it. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. They kind of have their interaction, which is really good. Yeah. Where he's just like, look, I know you killed her. I want a cut. Oh, now, oh yeah, this and is great. And he was great. just like, okay, like, hyper- if hypothetically if i did if we did kill her how much how much he's like how much all, all of it oh so great and that delivery that it's just like yeah he's like it just goes one of two ways yeah he's like know? i've got you dead to rights yeah. like i you can give me all the money or i can go to the cops so it's, it's great call. so you've added you know so now you've got the mob you've got the insurance company yeah. and you have the dirty adjuster <laughs> that's going to take your money so you can't pay the mob right like, yeah. it's you know there's, there's no winning from and Matt i love Damon this this, this is the good idea this is the movie where it's like yes it's, it's great this is yeah, a quirky this, this dark whole comedy. movie like yeah. this idea of him the guy getting yeah. too far in is is yeah. fa- i like it a lot and i think the only thing that disappointed me having not watched the trailers but kind of hearing what it was or maybe seeing a clip on tv real quick or whatever is i thought this was a matt damon standing up to the mob and going to kick ass right and yeah, that's not never- often you see matt damon as a bad guy yeah this was a you well, don't see that talented right? mr talented ripley, mr. ripley, is, the ripley only is the first thing that came yeah out. i guess that's true uh, and the great wall yeah because that was defensive it. to yeah. us but no um <laughs> the uh the remake of infernal affairs uh oh the that's right yeah the oh, departed yeah. tom's favorite movie <laughs> so he, so yeah so he takes a drink to the coffee and immediately he's like reaching at his throat and oh. he, you know he's screaming and matt damon's like 
what did you put in the coffee? And she's well, like, what's I great just... is like he had just explained to him why he couldn't kill him because Matt Damon's yeah. like, well, I've killed before. I'll if that if I'll that's do it true, again. I'll just kill you. And he's like, oh, well, if a claims adjuster goes missing, what well, now what kind of red flags does that raise? Yeah, and yeah. so then he's like, okay, I can't kill him. But and then the... he doesn't realize that his <laughs> his girlfriend right, right. has already killed him already killed. again yeah, yeah. And, and, and then just it's so quirky it's Women. so cool brothers yeah it's he goes great. running out of the house and matt she damon put lie she put his, lie oh. in his coffee so it's burning isn't that what they used to like dispose of bodies That's exactly the, like, yes. yeah. oh and yeah. he drank it yeah yeah so so you've got matt damon in this situation while the police are literally on the other on the back I, side of his house i but i also like how like it explains how this is the only this is the only purpose that the that the the, the black, the, the, the black family yeah. really adds to the story, which is a shame because it can, then it trivializes right. it does. that. But it's like this is how everything that comes next can happen in plain sight. A distraction because that's there's this it, major distraction yeah. happening right. over here. Right. So that's what I was saying is that's all it serves the purpose of yeah. this whole story they build up is to serve as a distraction so this other thing can happen. Correct. Yeah. That undermines it. So this is the the scene where he where Matt Damon kind of grabs like a golf club. A this poker, is a, fire is that poker. what it was? Okay, I yeah. Uh, and the other scene that I really enjoyed, like when he's trying was, to take it back out of his <laughs> head, he can't get it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he hits Oscar Isaac in the head, and it's stuck. So Oscar Isaac drops on the ground, and Matt Damon's like trying to pull the fire poker out of his head, and he can't get it to. You kind of see it in silhouette, and his head kind like of pulls up. Kudos, he can't get leverage. <laughs> right, you know? right. Kudos to the sound mixing. Yes, yes. very true. Yeah, so it's <laughs> the sound that really sold it. It yeah. is. Yeah. So Matt Damon puts like a Oscar- good porn. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, it's right, the sure. sound mixing that really sells it. Hey. Just a, a warning shot. Okay. <laughs> Much like a porn. Much like a good porn. <laughs> oh, ready? I was ready for you that. Have, you have no one to blame yeah. but yourself, young man. True. You knew what you were saying. So Damon throws Oscar Isaac's body into his car. Now, this entire Trunks time. Trunks were so roomy. They the were. 50s. Yeah. The the two mobster, or the two bad guys, are sitting outside, and they're going to take care of this family, because since Matt Damon didn't do it. So... The the skinnier of the two go inside the house. They he hides inside the house. Matt Damon takes um, Oscar Isaac's car and drives him to some random like a under construction yeah house yeah, and like leaves a, it there yeah and so, then throws a bike in the trunk so that's the <laughs> that's so he can ride like riding the bike yeah at first I'm scene. like I'm like he came on a bike he's putting that and then he's like oh I drove his car so I'm like oh that's yeah he threw right. that. I was like just like what? <laughs> when he threw the bike in the first two I was like what is happening yeah. like, why is he doing oh, that so oh that makes home. sense he's trying to. Push him down. I don't know. And you have to get a quirky little shot. Like yeah, which is funny. Like yeah. I, I just like seeing him. Like he's obviously too big for that bike. Yeah. Him. yeah. So we go back to the house. Uh, Nikki has set up. So he's been trying to call his uncle this entire time um, because he feels like his uncle is the only one he can trust. So finally, he gets a hold of his uncle, and he's just like, "Uncle Mitch, they're gonna kill me. They're gonna kill me." And Mitch immediately doesn't ask any questions. He's like, "I'll be there in a minute. Stay, stay I'll there. Stay there. I'll, stay yeah. wherever you are." And he. Uh, Julianne Moore kind of pulls the the cord and stops yeah, the phone. Cool. So it's pretty obvious they're going to kill yeah. Nikki. Oh, Nikki. Oh, Nikki. You're so fine. You're so fine. You're blowing <laughs> oh. my mind. Hey, Nikki. Hmm. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so, so this is where the scene from the trailer where she's mashing up the pills. Right. She's, grinding up, she's grinding up pills and she puts them into a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and grinds uh, the rest of the and, milk and puts it in the milk. And she's like, Nikki, you got to eat. And, you know, like she is not motherly. To Nikki at she's all, a horrible she's person. horrible to him because like she is a the whole, wicked like, stepmom. Yeah, she like is... Nikki's kind of there's a scene where Nikki's looking out a window and she's just like, "Oh, your father's not going to join us today because he's at work and we're going to have this." He's like, "Yeah, I'm not going to eat." 
Oh. And she kind of go like, this is the turn for her. This is where, where you she, find out. Yeah, yeah, where she's just like, oh, oh she she's kinda, really sweet. She does the Julianne Moore thing kind of like in Kingsman, if you saw that. And she, she, she says it like this. She's like, oh, did you get a job? Yeah. Because, she, oh, well, once you're making money and you make dinner, and then you I can decisions. tell you what I don't want to eat. Right. And does that very like. like here, I like can this. call Mr. So-and-so right now and say you'll be there on Monday. Is yeah. that what you would like me so, to do? I mean, kudos to Julianne Moore. She plays a terrible scumbag person yeah i mean this was a good yeah oh for sure yeah um two-faced role yeah so she's downstairs and she was like nikki you gotta eat something like you can't go to bed on an empty stomach and nikki is so he has drilled screwed this wooden block into his floor and he has like a a piece of this fence and he's wedged it into his door because he knows something isn't right uh and so nobody can get into his room so like his room is locked basically so he's sitting there, and she was like, that's fine. I'll just eat it all by myself. So she cuts back downstairs. Here's the little skinny of the, the skinnier of the two bad guys. And he kind of says, like, I, I don't want to do... I didn't I didn't want this to happen. We'll call him Harry. The other guy's Marv. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, and he kind of says, he's like, I, you know, almost like... I didn't have a choice. She here. has a good. She has a good dialogue. Yeah, here. she's like, "Have you ever been to Aruba?" She's like, "We're we're gonna get away. We're gonna, you know, which always goes well when you explain to your the bad guy, the bad guy, what you're gonna <laughs> yeah, do is right. we're gonna get away and no one's gonna blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. She's so dead. and uh, in silhouette, he strangles her and he kills her, mm-hmm. uh, and he takes her upstairs. And Nikki is looking through the the like the crack of the door, and he can see everything. I was thinking, so whoever cut that door cut it very. It's um, a very wide gap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that door does not fit that frame very no. well. Uh, As someone that's put up about six doors recently, yeah, I'm like, that's not right. That's not that's the way that no. works. Um, so the guy kind of kicks the door in, kicks Nikki's door in. Uh, Nikki's under the bed, and the guy, you know, he kind of he opens the window, so it looks like he jumped out the window. But the guy is pretty smart, like he. Oh yeah, no. I just okay. I was gonna say this part really frustrated me in the trailer because they play this up like it's Matt with Damon. comedic. Well, yeah, they do the switch, yeah. but they also the music with it is like, oh, this is so zany. Oh, they're trying to get me under my bed. Right, right. And it's like this is a dramatic, yeah. it's, a, it's tough, serious scene. Yeah, and, and, and he so, slides the bed, and then the kids like that was zoom. a good little move. Like, like where the, kid, the kids he's like moving the, the bed. He's moving the twin bed to see if he's under there, and as he moves the twin bed, the kid like scoots, scoots with, with it. the bed. That was, was good. That was yeah. a good moment. And then he sees the kid, so he's going to pull him out, and then at he's got this knife and then as he's going like all of a sudden the guy's like hands are on the floor oh it's it it kind of and he gets dragged out from underneath the bed and there's a struggle you don't know what's going on the other pair of feet there's just yeah yeah, there's a struggle and and then all of a sudden there's two shots that go through the bed and like almost hit nikki uh and to where the you know the it's all quiet for a minute. I love. And I like two, when action happens off screen like this. I do, I do well. like this shot. And everything really happens cool. off screen in this movie, mm-hmm. with the exception of two scenes. Yeah. Um. So the you see the two feet get back on the bed, and there's a hand that comes under the bed, and you hear Mitch's voice. He's like, "Come on, Nikki, like get out of there." And it's bloody. Blood yeah, he's all he's that. all he's beaten up. So he you know he's like, "You did good. Like uh, you know we're gonna be fine." The camera pans up, and it's obvious that bad guy number one is dead. Um. So he. Uncle puts him in the closet puts, and gives him a gives, gives him, him a gun, gun and hides him behind. Coats. He's like, "Get behind here and don't come out." He's yeah. like, "I'll see you in a minute." And, and then, then as he sh- as he shuts him in the closet, you realize that, that he's, he's been, been stabbed, stabbed in the, in the back. He's still got a knife in his back. Right. So what I thought was going to happen, I was really hoping. I'm like, I thought Matt Damon was going to open the door and bang, bang. You know? I, so like he, he knows his dad's a terrible person and he's yeah, trying but to kill him. I, I I wouldn't have bought that for a have? second. Okay. There's a, no kid is just going to automatically 
shoot his dad. Put two I get in the that. chest of and, his father. And when Matt Damon you know. does come in, he sees Now that he was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> when he comes in and sees Julianne Moore's dead, he's obviously distraught over that, and he's looking for Well, Nikki. we need to say that, like, so on the dry, on, so as Matt Damon is riding his bike back, the bad guy number oh, one yeah. is in this beetle. This is great. He's, but he's giving him, gar- you know, the guff. He's just like, you know, what are you doing? Like, I don't think he's is- in a beetle. Yeah, he is. I think he's in just like a sedan. No, he's in a beetle. Really? He's, yeah, he's in a silver beetle. Hmm. And Did then you notice the mobster driving a beetle? I, I thought don't it was a remember. Sedan. Okay, anyway. That's what makes me think they weren't mobsters. Like, they were contracted from... Yeah. Like, because they're bus... They were subcontractors. They're, bu- they're bus drivers is basically yeah, who sure. they are. Um, so there's there was this gag earlier about the, the ambulance kind of just flying around this little yeah, town. This is great. And then all of a sudden, the ambulance just plows into this bug yeah. and destroys it and, then, it and then blows it up. It's a Coen Brothers death. It is a Coen, you know? I mean, it is a Coen just, Brothers death. This stuff is like where you're... where you're just, And this is the script written at yeah. their prime and right. it's just like... So oh, we're taking all the players off the board mm-hmm. is what we're doing. Yeah, so the two guys are dead. Now. Yeah, right. So he's kind of scot-free. It's just you have to deal with the insurance company and it'll be looking for their right. guy and, and yeah. It's, so that he goes back home and the kids in the... Nikki's in the closet. Matt Damon opens the closet and he's... I mean, it too... Nikki's crazy. He's pointing it at him. Yeah. And Matt Damon's like, give me that. Yeah, he just right. takes it from him. To your point, he says, give me that. Yeah. Like, he just, yeah. Right. What he, are you doing? Right. So he goes downstairs and they have this talk. And he was like, look. Well, Nikki first says, why? So, okay. Sitting in front of Matt Damon is the peanut butter and jelly right. sandwich so we know. and the cup of milk. It's Chekhov sandwich. Correct. <laughs> so he, and Matt Damon kind of says. Oh, that would be with mayonnaise. Ew. Oh wait, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I misunderstood. You said Chekhov. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, but again, yeah, this like, is <laughs> Sulu. You knew oh, you no. you knew that sandwich and milk was getting eaten. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and I love that they left it there after she made it, and then as soon as he sits at the table, uh, you're just like, oh man, this so is great. One of the things that we've said about the Coen Brothers is they don't know they've they've lost their ability, ability to, to end, end a movie. movie, and I was curious as to how this was going to end. So. The, Matt Damon gives a really good monologue where he's just like, this can go one of two ways. I can either say they broke in and they, they shot my son and they did, you know, they killed this oh. guy, they killed the, and I get, I could put some cuts on my arms and be like, I try to defend myself. This is very creepy and it's not, I mean, he does a great job. I just hate this character so yeah. much. Yeah. But dude, this is a good scene. It it's is. a great scene. It is I thought it was really, really good. This is one of Matt Damon's he's best a, things like, it's a long so, time. I, I miss this guy. Like I miss, yeah. I like Matt Damon a lot. Um, so and then he's like, or we could say that you know I, we found we the found body. them. We'll yeah. take the money. We'll go to Aruba. And he he gives them the version where he's gonna kill, where he has to kill, kill him. him first, and he just <laughs> lets it hang in the air, right? Or, and then he's like, or he's like, right, I, I love man. that. Right, yeah, he's like, all right, big man, what are you gonna yeah. do? And then he gives him the, the or where he's like, or we can get out of here and we can do this. And the so the entire time he's eating the sandwich yeah. and he's drinking the milk. So That's great. The the camera kind of pans up into this ranch style house to like the second floor uh, balcony, I guess, that nobody falls over, by the way. Onto a piano. Which I call bull on. Right? Where is the piano? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Or at least a table underneath them that they're supposed yeah. to fall through. The piano on the table would have been <laughs> oh preferable. But That's too much. Somebody's if two people are carrying a sheet of <laughs> right. glass, fall through the glass. Somebody's got through a, the table over the railing. Over the railing. Correct. Or through the railing. Also yeah. good. <laughs> Um, and the camera kind of fades out, and I was like, you know what? That's how to end that. Like, movie. leave it to like we know what happened. 
We know that he's dead. We know that Matt Damon's going to die from what he ate. I agree, but I do like this ending. I think they actually finished a movie this do time. You? Oh, I think it was a little wonky. No, I liked it. So, but you wake up and the kids. What he wakes up, the he kids wakes watching up. TV in the morning. Which uh, is that remote? Was that? Have you ever seen a remote control like that before? I guess it must have been a thing. So they had a they, like a gun. They flashlight. had a, they had like a flashlight that they would shoot at the TV and bulbs it would, on either side, and it would change. Mm-hmm. Is that the a station. thing? Change the channel left. Yeah, I right. mean. We'd have to look, but I don't think they would. They would make up something like that. Yeah, I've seen like it in other. It felt like a weird thing. I've seen it in other movies where people flash a flashlight at a TV like that. I can't tell you what, but like I saw that and I'm like, that's weird. But yeah, I've seen that. Right. So. Okay. So he's just flipping through TV, and and the camera pulls back again. A great shot. Yeah. And then Matt Damon's slunched, hunched over the food that's right. remaining at the table. And the, there's the aftermath of what has happened to this family, the, the Myers family. Where their house has been, their cars burnt out. Oh, their yeah. house is smashed out. They've got a uh, Confederate flag in the window. They, they mothered it. Yeah, I know. That I, means as, as the crowd was getting amped up, I'm like, oh, I was having flashbacks it, to mother. Oh. It really is because it, it starts off as like this kind of not really peaceful, but it's like, hey, get out of here. Or, no, they were just standing there at first without their playing music. Then they started banging pots and pans. Then they started like breaking stuff. Then they set the car on fire. It's like it progressively. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Oh. So. And they uh, ate their baby. They ate the baby. Yeah, that was really unfortunately. I didn't. I could do without that. Like I said, they don't know how to end a movie. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you end a movie with baby. Yeah, right. I think if Darren Aronofsky <laughs> has taught us anything, you end a movie with what baby. Was I, eating. You have to do. You have yeah. to do it. But I like it in the rain. Eat a baby, no. baby. <laughs> but I like this. This is really quiet. So he he. I think he looks over. He sees his dad's dead. Yeah. And, and he then, just kind of picks up his glove. No dialogue nope. at, at this point. He picks up his baseball glove, goes at the back door. It's a beautiful shot. He walks across the yard to the, the black boy who's been just, through they, all this stuff. They just start playing catch. And, yeah, they play catch. And that's and how it ends. ends. I'm like, so, and he gets, he'll get that insurance He'll get now. every dime of it. Yeah. He'll probably get twice because the dad's dead too. That's right. So, yeah, I think it, if they take out the, the African-American stuff, this is a different movie, and I like the movie more yeah. because that stuff doesn't really play a part. It trivializes yeah. the other yeah. story because the other story is really good. Yeah. yeah, and and the African American subplot is a good story to tell in its own right. film. You need to tell one of those yeah. two stories. Trying to tell them both, right, was a big mistake. They, they trivialized it. They they yeah. really made that story um, not much of anything, which is a shame. And yeah, because I, I think that there's an interesting version of this screenplay mm-hmm. where there is no murder and it's all about this family next door and how dumb and racist the white people right, are. Right. Or, or they figure out a better way to balance those two things. Right. So when they do sort of like collide together. Yeah. You know, it's sort of an aha moment for the right. audience. Because they, they never... They don't. Those stories the never problem. intersect. They yeah. never intersect. They're ever. always parallel. It's always in the background. But, you, yeah. but you're right. That's the that's the really big problem is after you get all this stuff about that subplot, if, if there was something with Matt Damon and that family and they had to work together or they understood each other, whatever, like if they collided fine i get what you're doing but the fact that they never do it's like what why what do we just do here you know and yeah. or they well i don't want to write the movie for them. <laughs> and now if they're not paying us the coen brothers right. and dan graney present <laughs> yeah. no i was just thinking it's like it'd be cool if uh you know you sort of like skip to the end and everything's like past but then they reshow everything from the other angle like a rush. Oh, sure, sure. Oh, gotcha. And you see like, oh, yeah, nobody is paying attention because they're all so fixated on this and that all of this stuff was happening behind them and nobody ever even saw it. Yeah. yeah. You know, there it is. Yeah. But yeah, so it's uh, it's a shame because like there there is they had something. There's a good movie in here, but then the they do this other thing that 
get, is offensive. Yeah, kind of, I would agree. Know? So there it is. So uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, Dan. I, oh yeah, yeah. Why do I always forget that? <laughs> Dan, you just don't care. <laughs> do you have a video recovery? It's tradition. Yeah, I, have, I have two. You can split this movie in half. There's there's one movie. There's one movie um, that actually for you know around Halloween time it's very fitting and uh, it's a, a twist on on life in the burbs and it's the burbs. Nice by yeah. Joe Dante. Um, you know, uh, you know, obviously that this skew is very wacky. Um, is that but, Tom Hanks? No, Tom yeah. Hanks, yeah. Rick Jukeman, yeah. Carrie Fisher. Bruce Dern, uh, and then uh, Joe Dante's, uh, you know, uh, sort of troupe. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Dick Miller, R- Robert Picardo. You've got a, a, a lot of great people. Uh, Corey Feldman's in it, too. Um, <laughs> oh. and, but it, it's, great it's, a, it's a fun movie. I bombed when it came out because I think people, like the cable guy, I think people didn't know how to react oh, to that. it. Yeah. And uh, and you know when you watch it later, it's it's like it's a it's a it's a fun goofy movie. Well, and didn't it come out right on the heels of Money Pit? Yeah. So it kind of felt like they were he made the same movie twice. Yeah. Like I mean he didn't, but if you look at the commercials, right. look at the covers, like it's kind of yeah. the same. It looks like he made the same yeah. movie. Twice. And, it, and it, it does go dark. You know, it's like you've got Joe Dante, who who you know had, he's not a full blown <laughs> horror movie director, but well yeah sometimes, but <laughs> but he's definitely somebody who likes uh, goes a little more in, uh, into the genre uh and the other movie uh that really makes me think of this is from 2002 it's far from heaven i don't know if you remember this movie with julianne moore okay dennis quaid and dennis haysbert and i think it may be the one some oscars uh and uh they are a couple in the 1950s dennis quaid and and julianne moore are a couple in the 1950s and it's how they're trying to secretly you know how they're living the perfect idyllic 1950s uh life in suburbia and uh, while well, secretly Dennis Quaid is struggling with his homosexuality and uh, she's That's struggling right. with uh, having an affair with the uh, African-American gardener. Interesting. So, President Palmer from 24. Yeah, so <laughs> I think, you, you know, mean, as we're talking about this, I'm like, the they made this movie and they made it better. Yeah. And oh, sure. It was a very, very. Um, yeah. I, I, it's kind of funny because like, that one totally fell off. I mean, it's, you know, 15 years old now, but Serrano. Um, That's his name. Yeah, uh, it's uh, but from Todd Haynes. So I was uh, just looking four out of four from Roger Ebert and eighty seven percent on Rotten it, Tomatoes. It was a it's an amazing movie, and it's but it's it does what I think this that movie achieves what this movie is trying to achieve, mm-hmm. um, which is unfortunate because this one could have been a, a a black comedy, and it sounds like they just were lost, you know, and know how to balance it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and, and I th- I think also like this whole like hey the fifties weren't what we thought they right, were right right like, yeah oh, it's really now uh, really now shocking yeah. you don't say <laughs> yeah if you if you watch the the excellent CNN documentary the fifties yeah that's really good you're probably you, that's they, all you need they to go watch. to they go to the eighties fifties sixties seventies eighties they did in the nineties oh okay cool. Yeah. yeah, that's just depressing to watch. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I want to see how those two thousands played yeah. out. Yeah, the aughts. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, I think there's a reason why this sat unmade. <laughs> yeah, I think it was probably like I, it almost feels like a like a first pass on Fargo. Mm. Yeah, you know, like I think they. It sounds like I, I get the vibe that after Blood Simple, they didn't want to turn around and do another crime story, right. and so they went the and they went the other direction, and then they liked merging. These two the, genres, the wackiness of *Raising Arizona* with the crime of *Blood Simple*, and they got close here, but they couldn't quite stick the landing, right. and so they just started over and right. got Fargo. That's my that's okay. a good that's a good that's a good call. My theory, and I mean, yeah. there's a lot of screenplays like that. I mean, uh, *Manhattan Murder Mystery*, the Woody Allen movie, was actually uh, 
a first draft of of all things Annie Hall. Really which is hilarious. Yeah. Because. And, and, those, and I really like Manhattan. Murder I like Manhattan <laughs> Murder Mystery too, but but like the, but like how how did, did that happen? How did that come, apparently like that be, was like ends up he kind of wrote this this subplot and it spun off into this and he's like well that doesn't fit and he put it in a drawer <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then because I think Manhattan Murder Mystery was like his first like comedy like it was kind of his first movie after mm. his, his scandals. Yes, like he did Husbands oh, really? and Wives yes. kind of oh, while no. it was going you mean on. Like, his movie scandals, yeah, is, or, or, or his, his per, real life, scandals. his real life, oh, okay, scandals. Okay, okay, okay. and that, and that he was like, I'm just gonna go back and do a comedy, yeah. and like he kind of wasn't in a place to write a movie, so he just went to the drawer right. and was like, I'll fix this. I got, gotcha. and it was, you know, I think he kind of felt like, oh, it's it's left over from Annie Hall. That's kind of still married. Who him Did and they Sunye? get married? Sunye? Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, they're still together. All right. Yeah, and she's got like a people like to paint her as being like this dumb child, but she's got like a a master's in business from like Harvard or Yale or something like she's yeah. you know like she's still weird it's yeah. a weird it's, it's a, a weird, weird story it's weird it's a weird story yeah I, I won't I wonder break. you know I'm, I'm think surprised his name hasn't been brought up it had it has yeah. oh yes well that makes I think sense. with everything that's happening over the past few weeks and and months but um it will be yeah and I think right now that there's uh, a wave they're focusing on him not him. There's, on, a, on there's, there's a wave yeah. sort of like cresting, and a lot of names. Are, I wonder are this, this back. Feldman thing. Yeah, the Feldman uh, thing it, it makes me wonder. I will say with with Woody Allen, what what Woody Allen has. There's two scandals that I think run parallel that people mix together, and it's there's one the creepiness of how him and Sunni got together, and yeah. there's no way to undersell that. That was no, weird. Weird, and um. And then the accusations about him molesting his daughter, right? His biological yeah. daughter, uh, adopted, I believe. Okay, yeah. Right. Um, and so, um, uh, but you know, the th- I always feel weird like having this argument, but like those accusations came after the affair was discovered. Mm-hmm. And oh, so I see. What you're there's saying. a lot of of speculation as to how how accurate and, it's also and real the, those are. The, the, but the, the, just real quick, the yeah. lar- the larger point that I've always kind of taken where I like I I, I really question the validity of, of the accusation is that with Bill Cosby, with, with Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein, I know somebody who pronounces their last name Weinstein. It's confusing. Just on purpose. That's how they pronounce it. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but, Frankenstein. Um, yeah. Frankenstein. But, <laughs> I uh, is that, you know, those other those other men who've had those accusations leveled at them have had just an avalanche That's of true. other people come forward. That is very true. And, and in 30 years, there's never been another accusation leveled at Woody Allen. Right. And so, you know, somebody that's in the little kids doesn't typically just pick one and sample. Like, Michael right. Jackson. Like, like, right. What's that? Michael Jackson. Yeah. I you mean, know, there it, was there was one. All there was something. There was all always the a new one. And yeah, and, right. and and unless there are people that they've been paying off to keep quiet or which which certainly happens. Yeah. Certainly happens. But thus far, there hasn't been that movement of victims coming forward saying me too. Right. Um, or hashtag me too. Yeah, well done. And and right. uh and and Woody Allen doesn't seem at thus far to right. have that, which really makes me question Well so the when the accusations are being slung 
from a mid woman. mid custody battle. Correct, and also from a woman well, whose son, who has a son, had a son with somebody else well, while they were together. Well, that, uh, I'm not. I'm not. Look, I'm just saying. Like you have to. You have to take into account that doesn't have, have anything to do with that. I think. I, this but, is also about the daughter more so. Yeah, it is about the daughter. No, has the daughter said it though? Yes. Yes. The oh, daughter. Okay. I the daughter. I thought. It, I thought it was Mia Farrow. It's the daughter. But, no. accusations. But you know, there's a lot of people that think the daughter was coached. Yeah, gotcha. There's some evidence that points to that, and and there are some evidence that points to the fact that she wasn't. Like, in, right. In all fairness, but. Uh, to me, you zoom out and there are no other people making these accusations makes me wonder, you know, you don't typically it's, just get one victim. It's a much right? more complicated. Absolutely. And scenario. Nuanced. Versus like, I mean, it's it, it's hard to hold that up against uh, Cosby. Right. Or, or Weinstein. Or, or Weinstein. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, I, mean, it's, it's, I mean, and it's, it's not and it's not to, um, you know. Make light uh, light or, or or be glib about what happened in that scenario, but it's just because when you've got three hundred something, right. well, yeah. but it's also now. and their stories don't change. Like right. that's that's one of the things right. that people don't realize is when you're telling in court cases mm-hmm. when you're telling the truth, mm-hmm. your story doesn't change. Right. When you're making something up, yeah, your story is always it changed. It's always yeah. shifting. You're always and changing. And you have it all these different women narrative. who don't know each other telling the same story, right? Or, yeah. or pretty close to the same. Correct. Story. So, yeah. Well, that took a serious. Took a turn. weird turn. Yeah. Sorry. So, so far from heaven, yeah. or the verbs, <laughs> or both. That'll or both. be a weird double simultaneously feature. side by side screen picture and picture. You do that picture so. and picture, picture <laughs> and picture. Oh, man. Dumb yeah, invention that was. Yeah, no, we don't need it now. We got smartphones. Yeah. Yeah, that's my picture <laughs> that's and picture. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess let's go around the table and everybody can say where to find them. Uh, this is Dan. You can find me on Twitter, Dan Grady sixty seven G R A N E Y. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket or listen to show spoilers. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Uh, you can find the show online at facebook.com slash real spoilers. Uh, you can join the League of Show Sharers uh, group and you can actually just share the show. That's another thing you can do. And find us on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. So that's it for this episode. I guess next week's kind of a no brainer. I think so. Uh, we'll be talking about our, our last Marvel film of the year. Rock dog. Rock, rock dog. Rock dog. <laughs> Thor rock dog. <laughs> well Thor Ragnarok dog. <laughs> Ragnarok dog. <laughs> I'm in. So, uh, so that's it for this episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Gustafson shoots Carl in the face. Yeah.